Hello, in this part of the blog today I'm going to be answering some questions a few of my peers asked and briefly covering several topics they were curious about. To start it off, what effect does climate change have on migration, for example flooding, weather extremes, agriculture etc, and how do our plans to protect our climate affect this? As reflected upon in one of my previous blog posts, climate change increases the effects of geographical and environmental risks, whether it be through the intensifying of extreme weather events causing flash flooding, drought or wildfires, for example. If people are living in these high-risk areas, it's likely they'll migrate to places less affected by the climate crisis before or after the time strikes. However, globally, we're not doing enough to protect the changing climate and not at a fast enough rate either. Something drastic needs to change if we even have an attempt at minimising the impacts climate change has caused already. A global initiative desperately needs to be discussed at the 2021 climate conference that plans to halt carbon dioxide emissions and protects both the climate and the migrants affected. How many people are already displaced by the climate crisis? The UN Refugee Agency has stated that the annual average of 21.5 million people have been forcibly displaced by weather-related sudden onset hazards such as floods, storms, wildfires and extreme temperature each year since 2008. However, these numbers are extremely difficult to quantify so all predictions should be taken lightly. Which areas are most at risk and which are the main countries that climate-induced migrants come from? Climate change poses different threats to different areas. The Arctic is most at risk from sea level rise and glacial melt, whilst Africa and areas situated around the equator will be most vulnerable to flash flooding and drought. As mentioned before in a previous blog post, Africa is one of the most vulnerable continents to climate change and due to multiple existing stresses and low adaptive capacity, this means that many migrants are likely to move from this area. Is there anything in place by the UK government at the moment to help this issue? Sadly no, the current UK government has a very specific agenda and a very certain view about migrants, wherever their background or circumstance may arise. Within the UK, Conservatives have recently voted down amendments to preserve the rights of child refugees, give EU citizens physical proof of settled status, grant settled status to EU children in care and end indefinite detention, none of which seek to help the lives of people travelling to the UK. And there is no proof that they're going to halt these actions, if anything it's likely to get worse. The government have a very specific agenda of tightening the borders, especially after Brexit and they do not plan to stop. This is a huge issue in itself, primarily because it means that just because the UK plans to crack down on border control, it won't stop migrants from travelling the journey, they'll just incur a more treacherous road to travel instead. What are my own views and opinions on the crisis and how does it make me feel for humanity? I just want to cast a very personal opinion about this situation in general. I'm very certain everyone can cast their mind back to September 2015, the time the horrific images surfaced of three-year-old Syrian child Alan Kurdi found dead on the shores of the Mediterranean. I would have been 13 at the time, still a child, yet because of luck I was born in a different place in a very different circumstance and my mother and father were not having to risk the lives of all of us just in the hope to seek a better one. We need to make a significant connection that when we see headlines naming the number of people that have died or have gone missing when trying to cross channels and borders or make the journeys across the sea, they're not just numbers. They're people with their own lives, their own family and their own struggles. 
I feel especially hopeless when thinking about the climate crisis too and how intrinsically involved our relationship between humanity and the earth actually is. And a lot of people do not understand the extent to how true this is. I feel like we have the power to make change, but a large proportion of politicians don't want to listen because it doesn't fit with their agenda. Like I said, we have the power to change. It's just getting world leaders to listen to the importance of the crisis and the threat climate change holds. Is there anything we can do to help? I think the greatest way we can help is emailing politicians and members of the parliament so they can hear the urgency. Signing petitions, making donations to foundations like Choose Love, Care for Calais or any other you see fit. Making daily choices to do your part in reducing carbon dioxide emissions, whether it be through changing your diet or the transport you choose to take, for example. However, I think the single most important thing is to educate yourself on the issues at hand.